0: Welcome to the Hospital Finance Podcast, your go-to source for information and insights that can help you stay ahead of the challenges impacting healthcare finance. And now, the host of the Hospital Finance Podcast, Kelly Wisness.
1: Hi, this is Kelly Wisness. Welcome back to the award-winning Hospital Finance Podcast. We're pleased to welcome back Christina Brown, Bessler's Reimbursement Director, in this episode, Christina will give us a little sample of the information she will be sharing in the disproportionate share and Medicaid eligibility reviews, commonly referred to as DISH, 101 webinar which she's hosting on January 11, 2023 at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Thank you for joining us today, Christina.
0: Thank you, Kelly. I appreciate you having me.
1: Well, great. Well, let's go great. ahead and let's go ahead and jump in today.
0: I guess to start off, um, what is DISH? So that's a great question. So the acronym DISH, uh, DSH, stands for Disproportionate Share Hospitals. And when we talk about DISH, there's actually Medicare DISH and Medicaid DISH. For purposes of the webinar, um, I'll be discussing Medicare DISH. And when we talk about DISH, we are specifically referring to hospitals that meet a certain criteria in order to receive an add-on reimbursement payment this supplemental add-on payment is meant to supplement for the amount of medicaid population that is served by a hospital the reason for this payment is based on the understanding that hospitals that serve a large percentage of medicaid population are likely located in an area that also has a high rate of patients who receive charity In order to allow hospitals to serve populations with a certain amount of uncompensated care, these hospitals receive the DISH payments.
1: Great, and you mentioned um, some specific criteria. Do all hospitals receive the add-on DISH payment?
0: Uh, That's also a good question. Unfortunately, Medicare is very particular with who receives DISH. And while all hospitals have populations of Medicaid and uncompensated care, not all hospitals will receive DISH payments. The DISH add-on payment is, like I said, meant to supplement hospitals that serve a large population of Medicaid patients in comparison to the total patient population. So a hospital must meet certain eligibility requirements to receive the DISH payments such as um, it must be a general short-term acute care hospital and must meet the eligibility percent criteria, which is equal to the sum of the percentage of Medicare inpatient days attributable to patients eligible for Part A and supplemental security income, or as it is also known as the SSI percentage. It would be that plus the Um, percentage of total inpatient days attributable to patients eligible for Medicaid, or um, as it also is also known as the Medicaid eligible days to total patient days. When these two percentages get added together, if a hospital reaches that magical number of 15%, then the hospital will qualify to receive a DISH payment. Uh, That is what is known as the primary method. There is also an Alternate Special Exception Method, um, which you may uh, hear that it's also known as the pickle method, where a hospital is eligible for a specific Medicare dish adjustment. And to qualify for that, it must meet all three of the following criteria, which is, one, it must be located in an urban area. Two, um, it must have 100 or more beds. And three, can demonstrate more than 30% of their total net inpatient care revenues come from state and local government sources for indigent care other than medicare or medicaid
1: okay makes sense and for eligible hospitals how does medicare determine how much
0: a hospital will receive so the amount received will vary depending on three factors and i will actually go over um, over all the factors in detail during the webinar. But in summary, uh, factor one is 75% of the estimated DISH payments that would have been made under the old DISH methodology. And factor two is one minus the percent change in the percent of individuals under the age of 65 who are uninsured. And then uh, factor three is a percentage which is equal to a hospital's amount of uncompensated care uh, relative to the amount of uncompensated care for all DISH hospitals. Um, And that is reported on Worksheet S10. So for hospitals that qualify for DISH, not only is accurate reporting of the Medicaid eligible days critical, but also the data that is reported on worksheet S10 of the of the hospital's cost report, um, which is mainly the amounts reported as uncompensated care uh, that is for charity and bad debt.
1: Thank you, very helpful. And speaking of data reported on the cost report, what are some of those critical data elements you mentioned?
0: So as you, as you gather from what was previously mentioned, uh, an accurate detailed listing of total patients is imperative. Uh, gathering the patient day counts and patient types and eligibility all goes into the calculation of computing the DISH percentage. Uh, it is important to know that patients that are eligible for Medicaid, even if Medicaid has not paid... Um, as there could be lag time in remittance and reporting that would result in underreporting of Medicaid eligible days. In addition to accurately reporting Medicaid eligible days, the data that is reported on S10 also becomes important. Um, I go into greater detail of the S10 data on the S10 webinar, but essentially um, accurately reporting full patient detail for charity and bad debt write-off accounts also becomes important since the amount dispersed for DISH payments relies on the total uncompensated care reported on Worksheet S10.
1: Okay, great. And for those familiar with DISH, it's been around for a while. Um, can you tell me if there is anything
0: significantly
1: new that impacts DISH?
0: That is a great question, Kelly. Uh, yes, there is. there has definitely been some evolution in the calculation of DISH payments, not only to the total pool amount methodology, but also in how each hospital's share of that pool is calculated. As I mentioned previously, factor one states that it is now 75% of what would have been calculated under the old methodology, which was prior to changes resulting from the Affordable Care Act. What that means is that for the FY 2023 IPPS final rule, the dish payment estimate was $13.949 billion dollars. But based on the 75% calculated in Factor 1, the actual amount of Factor 1 is $10.461 billion. Changes to the calculation methodology that came into effect based on the FY 2023 IPPS final rule relate to the calculation of Factor 3. As I stated previously, Factor 3 used the uncompensated care amount from the hospital's worksheet S10. Uh, For FY 2023, the amount used will come from the hospital's 2018 and 2019 audited cost reports. But for FY 2024, CMS expects to start using a three-year rolling average in determining the factor three percentage, uh, which will directly impact the amount of the uncompensated care pool that a hospital will receive.
1: Great. Thank you for that. And and thank you so much for joining us today, Christina, and for these great insights.
0: Thanks so much, Kelly. It's been a pleasure as always.
1: Yes. And we appreciate you giving us a glimpse into what you plan to share on your upcoming live webinar on disproportionate share and Medicaid eligibility reviews or DISH 101 on January 11th at 1 p.m. Eastern time. And as a bonus, you can earn CPE. And thank you all for joining us for this episode of the Hospital Finance Podcast. Until next time.
0: This concludes our episode of the Hospital Finance Podcast. For show notes and additional resources to help protect and optimize revenue at your hospital, visit bestler.com forward slash podcasts. The Hospital Finance Podcast is a production of Bessler. Smart about revenue, tenacious about results.